Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Hello, everyone. Good morning to listeners and viewers. I'm excited to be here. And before I forget, please, happy holidays to everyone and a happy new year. I won't be on next week because I'll be with family and traveling, and many of you will be busy anyway. So I really, really want to wish you just the best, the best from, from, from my heart. Also, I'm sorry about last week. In fact, I was planning to do the show. It was all set up. And the night before, my son called. And he'd had an accident and he was skateboarding down a very steep hill at night. And he fell off and <clears throat> tore up one of his shoulders. He wasn't able to drive, so uh, as a result, so it it was yours truly that took him to the hospital and got it dealt with and everything. So it pretty much took most of the day, the next day. So I didn't get to do the show, but I'm doing that same show today. Uh, We are going to be focusing on part two of the evolutionary thrust. Let me just give you a recap. As you recall from two weeks ago now, the originating source is moving faster and faster and faster and faster in its preparation with <laughs> with its preparation for the <laughs> somebody just came in. I'm sorry to make the face. Um, somebody just came in, uh, in preparation to just one second. <laughs> Uh, okay, so some uh, so in preparation for the giant leap forward that it's taking in its own evolutionary phasing, and, and they call it the evolutionary thrust, um, and because every single soul, <clears throat> excuse me, is connected 24/7 to the originating source. In fact, we are part of all there is. We are being taken along with it. And I gave the analogy two weeks ago about the long-distance runner that is uh, building up speed and is about in order to make, not the long-distance runner, I'm sorry, I'm just a little discombobulated, (laughs) Um, but the, um, the long jump person is about to take a giant leap forward and it has to build up speed in order to do that, and it's the same with the originating source. And that is the evolutionary thrust, the movement faster and faster and faster forward, and it's taking all souls with it. Okay, now how, how does it affect us? Okay, well, it affects us in a lot of ways. First of all, it, we can be tired, a lot of fatigue, a lot of fatigue, and a lot of... Um, A lot of fatigue. Sometimes you feel like your brain is unstung. You can even have apathy. And it can also affect the memory. 
it can affect the memory because, let me give you an example. If you think of this evolutionary thrust as moving at the speed of light, okay, you are, you're, so you're in this moment, the evolution thrust is going so fast, you're in this moment, you have a thought. In the next instant, you have sped so far like the speed of light, and guess what? You, you remember you have the thought, but you don't remember what it was. Yeah, that's what happens. And I know we've all experienced that. Everyone has experienced that. That was like, oh, I was going to say something because we have the thought to say something, but it's that, that we're, we're so far past that, light year past that, that we know we have the thought, but we can't remember it. Okay, so... I'll tell you something else it's doing. For us all, it's bringing up very, very, very deep issues because what it is doing is it's propelling us forward in our evolutionary journey, awakening us at the unconscious and the conscious level. Uh, and that awakening brings up some oftentimes very intense patterns, issues, hurts, wounds, all sorts of things it brings up. And it is a it can be it can be intense because without the evolutionary thrust, which I mentioned last week, is has been going on for at least two thousand years and it was ten thousand evolutionary frequency years that have happened in that two thousand years. But in any case, because the evolutionary thrust is there, it is awaking us and triggering the things that we have to release and neutralize, things that we have to heal, uh, clear away. Whatever term you want to use it, it's the same thing. Because, And the good news is, really, it's going to bring us to a clearer, pure level, so to speak. Um, very, very, very positive. It's like wind at our backs. But the speed up is pulling us through. We can't skip over anything. We can't just say, oh, I don't need to deal with that issue or that hurt or that pattern or that wound or that misunderstanding. We have to deal with it all. But because it's so fast, it's like it's telescoping it and we're hitting them faster and faster and faster. And so maybe in some lives before the evolutionary thrust, we decided in that life we were going to heal X, Y, or Z pattern or whatever. We might have one pattern per life or one pattern per five years or ten years, one issue. Now, they're just piling up, and we almost at times feel like we can't get any respite. And it's very difficult sometimes to acclimate and assimilate this energy. It can be very, very difficult. And we can perceive it as if we're in a state of chaos. Please understand, I do think I mentioned this before, but... Because I have so many groups, I'm not sure if for sure if I did, but it doesn't it bears repeating. If we are going through change, we have to dissolve the old order and build the new order. And right in the center is often seen as chaos. It's often seen as that transition point is as difficult. We are always going to be going to the higher frequency, the pure more healed, et cetera, new order. But the change from the past through that transition point 
can be viewed as, as chaos, but it is simply a viewpoint because change is extremely positive. I think I gave an example before. I'm going to give a different one now. Let's say there's a woman who's pregnant and she get, gives birth. She's gone through the change. She, is, she went from being pregnant, no longer the old order. She is now not pregnant. She has a baby. That transition may not be seen as negative or difficult or, I mean, maybe it's painful, but in a different way, you get a big prize at the end. In any case, you wouldn't necessarily see it as chaos. But let's do it in reverse. Let's say you're not pregnant. You get pregnant accidentally. So you go from the state of not being pregnant to the state of pregnancy that you didn't want. Then you can see that transition point as total chaos. Throw your life into complete upheaval. But at the center of change, in fact, it's very serene. It's only our viewpoint, guys, that makes it, in our minds, a bad thing. And so I do want to encourage you to understand that this process is very helpful and healing to us. It is that wind at our back. And we've gotten a lot of information from the higher self about how it was, what it was like without that, without this energetic thrust. And, in fact, we all carry unremembered remembrances of what it was like because we've all had lifetimes, many eons of lifetimes, before this energetic thrust happened. So I choose to see it as wind at the back. Now, how do we deal with it? Okay, we're, we're being moved faster and faster and faster, et cetera, et cetera. We can do a lot of things. And I really go into this a bit more, quite a bit more, in my second book. It's called Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe. Soul, S-O-U-L, psychology. Anyway, I really, I really do talk about how we can deal with this energetic thrust there's basically three ways, and I'm very, very simplifying. We can either just float along with it and deal with it as things come up and just kind of stick our head in the sand perhaps and just allow it to take us where it is and really do whatever it does, okay? Or we can dig our heels in and absolutely resist just sticking those heels and say, uh-uh, I'm happy where I am. Change is not on my timetable. I don't want change. I'm not interested in it. I feel safe. I feel secure. I feel much better with the foundation of where I am and this is where I'm staying. Of course, you have to understand, most people don't understand what's going on. They don't know that really at some level there isn't that much choice. They're being pulled along just like everyone else. But in any case, the other thing we can do is we can cooperate with the energy. What this energy is doing is bringing up that, that energetic garbage that we've accumulated over eons of lives. We have taken on. It, it absolutely uh, affects who we are. So by cooperating with the energy, we can become our own pilot and we can steer our way, symbolically steer our way, through the various blocks and issues and problems that come up. And in my next series, I'm starting a new series. I don't even know what to call this first few. Um, but in any case, I'm moving to another series in January, and it will be on this energetic field um, so that you all can understand how to be your own pilot 
utilizing this wonderful energetic thrust energy, utilizing it to your benefit so you don't perceive things as chaos. It helps you move through and clear away the energetics, the patterns, the hurts, the wounds, and everything that we we all carry. And I'm going to explain it all in the series. And I don't know how exactly it's going to unfold, but I'm excited about it. And it, you are going to very definitely understand how to become the directing identity in your life. You're going to know exactly. But let me I'm not quite finished. So we can either kind of float along and just wherever the energy takes us, we can dig in the heels or we can cooperate. Now, I just want you to know that when people dig in the heels, if they become, uh, what's the word? If it becomes really intense, now a lot of us in little ways say, oh, you know, I really don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. In little ways, it is what it is. We all will do it and we'll all get by it at whatever level and whatever the issue is. But there will be some that literally that reality is such that their digging in the heels can become fanaticism. And we see this around the planet. This fanaticism doesn't make those souls lost, evil, bad, helpless, anything. It just means that those souls literally are having a heck of a time acclimating, a heck of a time acclimating to this energy. They can't assimilate it. They just don't, they just standing in the reality that they are used to and in such a powerful stand that they become fanatic. Now we also we all take stands in certain ways. Well, I'm just not going to eat that or I'm really going to be, make sure I do this, et cetera, et cetera. And so we all do that. So it's just, um, that's normal. So don't start to freak out. Oh, I'm doing something I shouldn't do. It's not should or shouldn't, guys. It's just that it's determined at the soul level. And most you look around, it's amazing today how many people are reaching out, seeking and searching, and trying to move forward, trying to help themselves. These, these, this is so commonplace. So please don't put yourself in any kind of category as, except for as one that is feeling the energy and wanting to cooperate. And that's why I'm going to share with you the, everything about the energetic bodies. Now, my first book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints, that book goes into the energetic side of who we are really deeply. And it's like, it's kind of like a handbook. Um, I write it as if you're sitting across the kitchen table from me. I go into detail. Some people like the detail. Some people are readers. Some people like to listen. Some people like to watch. And so... I just try to make it available um, in every different format or genre that I can. But if you're one that likes to read, I recommend it. Um, it really will explain this, this energetic, etheric bodies that we carry. 
It was the very first bit of higher self information that I gave out when I started my work in 2010. I wrote that book at, um, in 8 and 9, and it was, it was published January 1 of 2010. Anyway, it's available on Kindle, and it's available on Amazon. I mean, it's available. So if you're interested, please um, take a look at it. But we want to be the, the directing identities of our lives. We want to be able to help ourselves. We don't want to be waiting for someone or something else to do it for us. Keep in mind, we are in the free will kingdom. We're making the decisions at the soul level. This, these are not, this is not a situation where the divine can come in and trespass. Remember I explained that? The divine can't trespass the free will. We have to invite that divine energy in. We have to get it to help us by giving it permission. And that is what we can do. Everybody can do it. There's very, very simple techniques to do this, and I will explain everything uh, in my next series starting January 3rd. <laughs> but please understand, every single soul, even ones that have moved into the fanatical, are going to be pulled through in this process. This process, we're all connected to the originating source. So every soul at every level, that means viruses, animals, plants, minerals, every, every kind of soul at every single level is going through this pull-through. Now, remember I've told you about the fifth dimensional nature that most of you carry, the dual soul nature, the human and the fifth dimensional true soul essence. Trust me when I say both those soul aspects are going through this pull-through. So even at the fifth-dimensional true soul essence level, you are trying to catch up. We are all running as fast as we can to catch up, to acclimate, to assimilate. It is, it is, it is something. It is a big thing. It is a wonderful thing. And we're all, we're all doing it. In fact, I remember from years ago, and I don't know why I just, thought to tell you this, the AIDS virus is a product of the evolutionary thrust. It facilitated the, it facilitated the um, evolutionary growth of the virus and such and created the AIDS virus. Now, we might perceive it as negative, but in fact, it is part of the evolutionary thrust and part of the soul at that, the soul at that level. I don't want to get into a big discussion because as I've said earlier, there, there are going to be things that we perceive as negative, but please understand that it's just a viewpoint because, in fact, this is a huge opportunity for every soul, not just for a few over here, but for every soul, okay? So, all right, so we're all going to go through it. We're all connected by the, to the originating source. Remember I said that long jumper is it? runs along as it's running down faster and faster and faster to prepare its big leap forward. It doesn't drop off a hand or a nose or an ear. It takes the whole body with it. And in the same way, so does the originating source. Every single soul is being pulled along at the unconscious level. Some are digging in the heels. Some are just kind of going along with the flow and others are actively cooperating with it. And, of course, I, because I've been cooperating with it for a long time, I really do encourage you to cooperate with it and 
you get information in both my books. You, you can listen to me on podcasts because this show has been in podcasts since 2011. And they're free. You can listen to them anytime uh, on your own timing. Uh, you just put in, I think on the podcast, you just put in um, Higher Self Voice Radio and you'll get my shows from 2014. If that seems too daunting for you, I understand, but I would start early um, the early 2016, and I may have already mentioned this before, and it just is on that podcast app. It comes automatically on the iPhones. You have to download it in the Samsungs and the Androids. No biggie. It's still free, and you can access it that way. Okay, so. Okay, I think I have... Zip through all that I was going to say, uh, but you know, there's always way more than I mean. I have so much to say all the time. <laughs> um, well, first of all, because it's the holidays coming up, there will be issues that come up. There's always issues. There's tremendous amount of stress. We all feel it. All the extra stuff that we do, whether it's the shopping or the cooking or the traveling or receiving guests in the home and cleaning the home or whatever. There's just so much extra to do. And we all live busy lives anyway. So this totally adds to, it totally adds to all of that stress. So I think what I would like to do is I'm going to just lead everybody through a very simple healing for the self. I have enough time to do a very simple one and was an Expecting to do it, but it's okay. So what I'd like to do is I'd like everyone, if you're watching or listening, if you can, shut your eyes. If not, no worries. It just helps not to have the visual distractions. So shut your eyes, and I want each of you to begin to focus, bring the mind's eye in, and begin to focus on the pure soul essence. You can do it just simply by saying, I am my pure soul essence. You can do it by using a symbol. I like the symbol of the sun because the sun is so powerful in its own right. It's brilliant. It's life-giving. By using the sun as a symbol, sometimes it helps us connect to the amazing power of the pure soul essence. And I want you to symbolically just step in the center of that symbolic light or imagine yourself being encompassed by this light that you carry, that every soul carries. See that light permeating into the totality of your physical body. Focus on it. That focus of attention is the turn-on switch. This is what allows the divine energies to come in. It's our way of saying, I give you permission to help me. And so we want to focus. We all know how to focus, right? We've all been obsessed about this, that, or the other. So we know how to focus. We have jobs to do, we focus on our jobs, whatever. So I want you to focus on this light and feel it, sense it, imagine it, experience it, moving through the entirety of the physical body, each and every cell, each and every organ, each and every system, and even the nanospaces between all of that. But the light doesn't stop there. We are moving to encompass the totality of who we are at the etheric body level, all that energetics that we carry. Also moving to encompass the totality of who we are at the facade human soul level, taking in all of who we are, all of our soul aspects, a lot of parts of the soul that 
I haven't explained to you all yet. It doesn't matter. But then the light continues to expand to incorporate the totality of who we are at the fifth dimensional level, that true soul essence level, including the totality of your higher self because they are part of your fifth dimensional soul nature. And I'm asking that each and every one of you do that, understanding that the fifth dimensional soul level is also divine will. So focus on that energy field. Focus on becoming one, amalgamating, which is the higher self favorite word, amalgamating with that energy, merging, becoming one with that energy of who you are, allowing that energy to expand, 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 bigger and bigger and bigger. And you now, each and every one of you, have become what could be viewed as a giant beacon of light. I'm asking that all of us, we are all giant beacons of light, all of us from, from this moment and future moments, all souls that are involved in this video, past, present, and future, we come together as a giant array of light, and together we move this array. And if you're doing this healing on your own at some point, just move your own beacon right into the symbolic center of the originating source. And it moves us into the nowness and the oneness of the originating source of that very, very high frequency field. This brings the healing, the nowness, brings the healing to the very highest level it can be. And the oneness connects us with all life, connects us with the totality of all there is. And I'm asking now that you just sense, feel, ex this experience, the tremendous expansion, the tremendous reservoir of energetic health that you have there, divine energetic health. And now at this point, I'm simply going to ask that each and every one of you say to yourself, I am releasing all of the stresses and the strains of the holidays. I'm releasing the upheavals, the familial, potential familial problems, the issues that come up that, that are difficult to deal with, the guilts that come up, the feelings of obligation, the feelings of shoulds and shouldn'ts and rights and wrongs, all the criticism and judgments that you either put upon yourself or you put on others simply because the stress is so high, it's, it's hard not to lash out in some way, even if it's unspoken. If it's felt, I want you to let it go. And even if you don't feel it now, understand that in other lives, other situations, in this life, you might have felt it. So whether you feel or sense that you, that you carry any of this stuff in, inside, don't make a judgment, just let it go. And if it's not there, guess what? It doesn't matter. It won't be let go. But we all have a little of everything. So I'm asking that each and every one of you let go of the stress, the strain, the upheaval, the communication problems, the feelings of why aren't others picking up, you know, the resentments because some people aren't picking up parts of their responsibility, or they're not communicating with you. So I want you to let go of all of that, too. Communication issues. Anything that has to do with feeling overburdened, the pressures, the, the weight on the back, the heartache, because there are going to be times in these holidays where heartache comes up. 
Um, maybe you've lost someone around the holidays in the past, and that memory comes up. So all grief and sorrow and sadness that gets triggered or might get triggered to the holidays, I want everyone to let that go. And I want you to just see all of these energies coming out through the chakras or anywhere. Visualize or experience these very, very deep, intense. We have wells of these energies, wells, deep wells from so many lives. And I want you to see them coming out almost as dark smoke or oil out of the oil gusher or water out of a hose or oozing like muck from a swamp or something, I want you to see it flowing out into your beautiful, beautiful, powerful light. As this moves into the light, guess what? The light neutralizes it. It changes the nature of these energies, making them neutral. And then the light absorbs it and that, that neutral energy becomes part of the light. Very important. You don't want to let neutral energy go because it becomes whatever it touches. So we want it to be neutralized and become more of your light. So in this way, you can listen to this, see this video over and over again, pause it, and then just let go of whatever you want to let go of. You might have other patterns. I can't mention all the patterns in this few minutes of healing that you might feel. You can use this video as a tool, this audio, this podcast as a tool. My audio listeners pretty much know that um, because I've done so many healings over the time. They know how to use the healing for themselves or for anyone else for their benefit. And you can do that to the the visual, uh, you know, the video people. I want you to, to know you can use this over and over and over again. I also want to call in divine joy, divine balance and harmony, Divine hope and faith. Hope and faith are two energies, always go together. You, When you call in divine hope, you put in everything you hope for. Smooth, wonderful, loving, joyful holidays perhaps could be, and you don't have to put all at once, but let's just take that one right now. And then you call in divine faith, and faith carries the energy to help manifest all that is hoped for. So we want to call in divine hope and faith, and of course, we want to call in divine forgiveness, divine acceptance, both of the self and others, forgiveness of self and others, and, of course, divine love. Divine love of the self and others. It also carries divine unity, uh, divine connection. It is, divine love is the highest, most powerful healing energy that we have present and available to us on the uh, in the human kingdom, so we always want to do that. And I see it, I'm seeing it now flowing in through and around. And I see it as a pink, but you don't have to see it in any particular color. It doesn't make it right or wrong. But I just want you to just bathe the totality of who you are in this pink energy. Have it be infused with your totality, your body, your soul, your mind, your facade soul, your uh, fifth-dimensional soul, the totality of who you are, I want you to please bring in that divine love. And uh, with that, I want to, I'm, each and every person watching or listening will be encompassed by what the higher self call a cocoon. The cocoon is your own energy field, and if you want to continue to release, continue to heal and neutralize, 
your higher self will continue to do it as long as you're giving permission at the soul level. And the cocoon energy also helps you acclimate to the healing because whenever we change the energetic field in some way, we have to acclimate. We have to assimilate the changes. So this cocoon energy helps us do that. It also helps us adjust and assimilate and acclimate the evolutionary thrust energy. Very, very powerful. And with that, the time is up, and I want to wish everyone, again, best for the holidays. I'll be back explaining much, much more about this energetics and how the healing works and how you can become that directing identity for yourself, how you can move to higher states of purity and connection with that true soul essence of who you are and the purity of your human soul and make that connection real, powerful. We're all unlimited, guys. We are unlimited. We just have blinders that say, oh, no, we aren't. <laughs> we want all those blinders to be, to be gone. So with that, I am going to end this show, and I have to do this. So goodbye, 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 and I'll see you next year. I'll see you in 2018. Way to go. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond.com at gmail.com.